Hi everyone, hope all of you are doing good. This is Dr. Roshni Rohit from Women Wellness Stories. Today we are going to be talking about PCOS and fertility. Now let's start with what is PCOS. Now everyone everywhere talks about PCOS. It's basically nothing but it's a hormonal disorder which is caused because the ovaries enlarge in size and they are surrounded by multiple small cysts in their periphery or in the outer edges of the ovary. The cause of PCOD per se it is not understood but we have realized it's a syndrome because it's also involved with the metabolic syndrome. So what happens in PCOS? Now PCOS may start in any age, right from your puberty onwards. Most common complaints a patient comes up would be weight gain, acne, uh, loss of hair in the scalp, but they'll have a lot of hair growing on their body, which is called as hirsutism. And lot of women face chronic fatigue. It's more common than you think. Maybe one in three women, one in four women would have PCOD today. That is how common it is. The other symptoms would be in menstrual, you'll be having abnormal menstruation or absence of periods, heavy periods, irregular periods, you know, like only spotting. And then they'll have overweight, they'll have weight gain, have acne or oily skin, infertility. Now, dark patches of skin and fold increases. Some women also have depression because of the weight gain and because of their complexion and features not being so nice and also because of loss of hair in the scalp and hirsutism now these are the most common reasons women come to us we'll see a lot of girls coming between the age of 12 to 25 for this these reasons usually the women who come after age 25 come for fertility issues now pcod if a girl about say 12 or 13 comes to me and their periods have started only at the age of 12 first we give a couple of years for the periods to get regularized Usually by 14, say a girl's period starts at 12, by 14 she start getting regular cycles. Now PCOS again can be symptomatic or asymptomatic. Now asymptomatic PCOS is when you don't have any issues. Every month you get your periods on time, you don't have acne, you don't have excess hair growth, you don't have fatigue. You may be not able to lose weight. That might be difficult for you, but apart from that, nothing else. Now, I see a lot of women blaming PCOS for their weight. Now, when PCOS per se doesn't make you gain weight, what it does is it makes it very difficult for you to lose weight. Say you are a person with PCOS and your friend or person who doesn't have PCOS, if both of you work out the same level, you will find that she would have lost at least 2-3 kilos more than you for the same effort that's put in. Now that's basically what happens. It's not a reason to gain weight but it's definitely a reason to, it makes it very difficult to lose weight. How do we manage PCOS? It's actually age dependent. Now say it is uh, someone in 12, 13, 14 years, it's lifestyle modification. The few easy steps that you can follow is walk at least 30 minutes every day, have your dinner 3 hours before bedtime and have 3 liters of water every day. Try to follow simple steps. Erratic diets, excess amount of exercise, nothing is going to help you with PCOS. You need to do something which you can do every day of your life. A lot of studies have proved that simple things like walking every day can regulate your cycles. Again, it is not necessary that you have to get your cycle on 30th day. You may get your cycle 5 days before, 5 days after, it does not matter as long as you are able to get your cycles on time or somewhere around your time. Another important thing is in PCOS what happens is apart from all this, the other issues is you start getting insulin resistance. Okay, that is the reason why you have these dark patches around your neck. Now, insulin resistance 
exercise is important because this pushes you to a pre-diabetic stage which later on makes it easier for you to become type 2 diabetes. So you have to be very careful on what you eat. So you have to bring down the sugar content on your diet. Another problem is PCOS and thyroid go hand in hand in a lot of patients. Whenever they have PCOS, we also like to check for their thyroid hormones. We find most of the time the thyroid is also affected. So it also has to be treated along with the PCOD. Now generally there are different types of treatments available in the market. As I said, lifestyle modification is first and foremost. Second, you will have to find a way in which you can effectively manage your stress without it affecting you. So stress is also one of the very important factors that is why we see so many PCOS cases today. There is no way to live without stress but you have to find a way in which you can manage your stress effectively, meditation, yoga, doing a hobby you like, listening to music, watching a serial, whatever works for you. But something that is to bring down your stress level. So another thing would be to put you on medication. Say you have an insulin resistance, we'd like to put you on a on medications to bring down the insulin resistance. And there are a lot of extracts like your myositol medications which are non-hormonal but can definitely help you in the long run. So these are the medications of first choice that you'd like to give so that you don't have any side effects. And then there's of course always hormonal medications. Now hormonal medications to correct your PCOD is given for a very short time so that by the time you stop it, you should be in your new lifestyle. You need basically need 3 to 4 months to get used to a new healthy lifestyle. So those 3 months will be given hormones to regulate your cycles. Once that is done, just by maintaining your healthy lifestyle, you will be able to manage the symptoms of PCOS. Now that you have spoken all about PCOS, let's come down to what is the relationship between PCOS and fertility. Now if you have PCOS... Everybody with PCOS is scared that they won't get pregnant or they'll have trouble in getting pregnant or maybe IVF is the only choice of getting pregnant. That is not the case. So many women who have PCOS, as I said, they're asymptomatic. They get pregnant, they deliver, they never even know. One random scan somewhere will show us that the patient had PCOS at one point. That is one category. The only problem with PCOS is your ovulation is actually disturbed. You may not ovulate on time. So you will not know when to try for pregnancy and every month your ovulation date come bef- may come before or after your actual date. So one of the main problems we find in them is the couple don't know when to try. So in that case, they can use an ovulation strip. They can always check their basal body temperature or they can do a follicular monitoring. Simple things like this itself helps them to get pregnant. So say 10 couples have PCOS. Mostly 6, 7, even up to 8 couples will get pregnant with just regular medications. 1 or 2 may need IVF if their egg quality is really compromised. Otherwise, most of them with PCOS do manage to get pregnant. So if you have PCOD and you are trying for pregnancy, please follow the 3 steps that I had mentioned below. 3 liters of water a day, 30 minutes of walking or 10,000 steps a day, whichever you are able to do. And 3 hours before bedtime, you will have to... Uh, finish eating your dinner and stress you'll have to keep it as less as possible there is no point in being emotional or irrational you'll have to try to deal your stress and manage it in a good way with these changes in your lifestyle should help you get pregnant soon along with maybe some supplements from your doctor so please do not get stressed about having PCOS and do not worry about pregnancy it is not so difficult so all the best to all the women who are trying there to get pregnant. Trust me, with the lifestyle changes, you will be able to attain your pregnancy sooner. Take care.